You gotta use cuss words when you don't have no intellect. Ric Flair. That's the bar ball. What? Wow, you're so bad at this. Uh, well, I mean, in fairness, they're insane quotes. Welcome to the People Sports Podcast. I am Mark Douglas. She is Charlotte Wilder. She March sure is, is here. She sure is. She still is. He said... With the with the tinge of disappointment. <laughs> God damn it, she's still Charlotte Wilder. Damn it, oh. I was hoping. Oh. Every week <laughs> I sign on, thinking maybe maybe it'll be Ric Flair. Like, it's Goodwill Hunting scene. Every day, every day I come to this door expecting you to not be here, and I'll be damned. <laughs> every day Charlotte is here. God damn it, every oh. Zoom she's still there. Oh, uh, March is here, Charlotte. It's March. It, this Your is thoughts. March. Your thoughts. As the- they say, my thoughts, um, I generally, uh, you know, I'm kind of, <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just laughing at myself. Like that's a, that's a little journalism trick for anyone listening. Uh, if you just basically want to make an observation, but you feel obligated to like incorporate someone else in the conversation, just yeah. state something and then say your thoughts. And that's, uh, that's how you Okay, Mark, tell me how you feel about March, you jackass. <laughs> 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 How do you feel about March? It's Tell me, like, honest, well, no, well, I'm more gonna... interested in your thoughts on March because my thoughts on March are basically like the weather still sucks, but it gets more hopeful and my birthday's in the month. So it makes I it fear, kind of fun. You're, you're a good person to bounce this off of. So my fear yeah. is that, uh, so everybody loves March Madness, obviously. And uh-huh. God, I hope every, I hope that's a true statement because uh, that's, that's my That's your job? Of, yeah. Yeah. Like that's, if you were to tell me that. Like, that's your entire job. If you pull me aside and you're like, Mark, as it turns out, like. Kind of nobody cares about March Madness. I'd be like, what? Just like my entire worldview would crumble. So, uh, it's it's okay. a phenomenon. People in care. This, people care. It's a phenomenon in this country, Charlotte. And my fear, like, obviously, I want people to love college basketball. Um, mm-hmm. Part of what I what I think people love about March Madness is that it coincides with uh, daylight savings time. So the 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 days get the. I mean, they they get longer, but like also most people that I found. Yeah. Enjoy the sun setting later in the day versus the sun rising earlier in the morning. So like when Yes. When the spring Unless you're a farmer. Hits, yeah, unless you're a farmer. No one talks about them. Everyone's like, nobody farms anymore. We don't need daylight savings. And it's like has anyone asked the farmers about that? My brother in law's a farmer. well, he was a farmer and then he quit because <laughs> he's soft. Um but <laughs> anyway, uh <laughs> um so what I was going to say is I think March Madness coincides with just like a lot of good vibes in the calendar anyway, that like yes. the weather's starting to turn better. Uh, the days are getting longer. They feel like they're longer. You know, there's, there's hope on that. Like February is such a miserable month for so many people for a lot of reasons. Like the holidays are over. Uh, the Valentine's day happens. And if you don't have any Valentine's, you're like, damn it, I'm alone. Um, yeah. the weather sucks. Like there's a lot of reasons. So then March happens and people start getting excited and mm-hmm. then March Madness comes, and I think that's has something to do with. Uh, so, is that is that am I onto something with this? Yes, you were one hundred percent onto something. Yeah. March Madness is like, I love it because it's a hopeful time in sports. Yeah. It's it, it's also absolutely chaotic, so you feel alive in March, which is when you start to feel most dead because at least on the East Coast, because of the weather, you know, you're like, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to make it to, you know, everyone's like the May flowers, you got to get through the April showers. It's like no one talks about 
getting through March. March, yeah. And that's yeah. why I'm really glad my birthday is then because at least that's one oh, time that I, go. you know, people are going to text me. Yeah. By the way, I'm like, thank you for Charlotte's birthday is in March. Take that. Uh, that's why I like my birthday out. in March. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I like that my birthday is coming up in a few weeks, by the way. Just FYI. It's, I mean, in your 30s, who gives a shit, though, right? Yeah, like, I'm turning, I'm turning 32. That's like who. That's a really inconsequential yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, you know who else is? Uh, you know whose birthday? This is this dovetails into something we're going to actually talk about today. Believe it or not, JJ Watt's birthday is three days before mine. Like, are you guys the same age too? Like, same yes. year and everything. He was born exactly three days before I was. Wow, wow. And the fact that he's still playing football, and I went for a run today and had yeah. to stop after a mile. <laughs> It's really, really tells you something. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Lionel Messi is like one day older than me. I have to look this up. Or is he one? Is he like one full year? Because I remember his his birthday is a day before mine, but I can't remember if it's the same year. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, well, it's just no, tough yeah, he's when one you day. get to that age. Messi, one day? Yeah, Lionel Messi is literally one day older than me. If you yeah. ask me how much older than you he was, I'd say he's ten years older than you. Yeah, yeah, because he's like done stuff with his life. He's seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still. Like, he's done stuff. I'm like okay, waiting no, to grow no, no. up. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, I think Mark, you've never two. once won a Champions League. You've never once won La Liga. Not one time. Oh, he's already did you see it. someone tweeted at us that they want us to explain soccer? Yeah, I could explain soccer. And I was like, but, but that's not fun. Cause did Mark you know there's can. icing in soccer? <laughs> you got me for a second. For uh, a second, I was like... Yeah, mm -hmm. March, uh, it's, it's fun times in the tightest household, obviously, for college basketball. But yeah, I, th I, think, we, I think we hit the nail on the head. I think... Uh, Here's here's the take here's but here's a quotable for you. Uh, Puxatani <laughs> Phil, Punxatani, Puxatani, Puxatani, Punxatani Phil is his pop punk band. He's uh yeah, punk. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great name for a band. Punxatani. Uh, he uh he's not the real guy who decides when we should be hopeful or not for summer. It's Sister Jean. When you see Sister <laughs> Jean's face, you know that there's hope. Hope hope. Springs eternal when Sister Jean's on your television talking about Loyola, making a march, and you're like, "Well, I'll be damned if if that one hundred well, one year old is. nun, <laughs> you know, can cheer these 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 boys that uh the, these these plucky little boys from Chicago onto a Final Four, then damn it, maybe maybe summer will be here sooner than I think." Uh, you know, I associate I associate you and Tate with Sister Jean. Yeah, it's it's Tate will love that. Yeah, <laughs> don't that tell said. him; it'll go right to his head. Please, uh, I forget I said it. Cut that out. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about college basketball next week. Spoiler alert: I'm going to do uh, I'm going to um, do a big primer for those uh, those listeners that that don't listen to me and on my Titus and Tate show, which you know, listen probably for the best. <laughs> probably, probably for the <laughs> no, best. No, we're just going to help the people out because you know you got to yeah. know how to fill out your bracket. You got to know what the heck is going on especially that, this year i feel like people really are a little more clueless um, that is the yeah yeah the, the the one downside to my life in march is that uh it's i i complain about it but i also have perspective like listen i'm not mining coal you know so like i'm not gonna <laughs> pretend like this is like the hardest thing in the world but suddenly this time of year all my friends and family want to talk to me they want they and and they have one thing on their mind and it's give me your picks that's it mm. shut that and i'm and then even when i start like explaining it to them I'm like okay so here's the thing uh i feel like I feel like Baylor's good, but Baylor, you know, they came back from the COVID pause and they're like, yeah, 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 shut the hell up. Nobody cares. 
Give me the picks. Who's gonna? They who's, just want your picks. They yeah. don't even want to. They don't want any nuance. They don't want any. Yeah, they don't want. I like, just had a thought. Anything. Yeah. And and we can do this next week, but I think we should fill out brackets completely opposite. I think Wait I should minute. choose like, like we literally whatever pick, team you say is gonna win. I pick the other one. Oh, I love that idea. Actually, that could Isn't be that fun. Great? Yeah, yeah, that could be fun. I like that. What we'll to think? And it, then when I when my bracket wins. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's what my life becomes is like everyone's like all right so there's never been a perfect bracket in the history of mankind uh but mark i expect you to help me fill out the perfect bracket the first perfect bracket ever okay so but when i'm out in the first round i'm gonna be mad at you personally because it's and then when you get one game wrong like the tournament is literally called march madness because it's so unpredictable and insane and when you get one game wrong i'm going to say that you suck at your job and you have no idea and how do you get paid for this (laughs) it's fun it's like like a more Uh, intimate version of the internet yeah yeah uh all right so we'll we'll do that next week uh we got to figure out what we want to talk about this week some some uh process of elimination again uh icing mm-hmm. let's put that to bed once and for all can we not talk Look, about icing? I, yeah i just i want the people to know that we've done our penance we've sat in the penalty box and learned what icing is we can both describe it we both admit that we were wrong let's move on yep that the, be, be done with that uh yeah. shaylene woodley and aaron Rodgers. also i'm not uh, gonna talk about them you, you keep mm. kicking the tires you keep uh, trying to get me to talk about it until i see that they are following each other on Instagram, I won't bring it up again. <laughs> until, they, until they're Instagram official, it doesn't count. Yeah, not even Instagram official. Oh. They don't even follow each other. I'm not going to talk about it, but they don't even follow each other. <laughs> they're engaged. That's the way to do yeah. it, by the way. I, I believe in that. I believe in uh, just, yeah. Oh, don't, absolutely. Oh, no, no. Don't no, follow. Don't. <laughs> Don't, keep it keep yeah. it as keep it I believe as living in different houses is, yeah. like, take it take it like live in different house like don't even talk to each other like my dream is to be married <laughs> to a woman i haven't talked to and <laughs> i never talked to that's um, <laughs> moving uh, on what else i don't, don't want to talk about this guy this uh disc golfer who signed a 10 million dollar contract because that just bumps me out makes me jealous and very I didn't you know. even see that, and I'm upset that you just told me about that. Yeah, it, there's a disc golfer. He signed some $10 million 10-year deal to a ten, throw. Like a, with a sports league, or was he yeah, endorsed? Yeah, like the Did disc he get an golf endorsement? With, to, 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 to bang change as they bang chains as they say in the disc golf world i tell you, I so when i is. when i lived in ohio I, I uh one of my apartments i had like this is god years ago um i uh i lived by a disc golf course and one time i that thought super doesn't surprise me like not on purpose i just like was driving one time i was like what the hell are those things just in the field and then i realized that it's yeah, yeah i purposely rented the apartment for the i don't know i'm just saying Sounds i had no like idea what i even was rented an apartment to yeah. live next to a disc golf place would say no. i had no idea what it was and so i looked into it and i was like oh that's because like, me and my brother played disc golf growing up with like regular frisbees and we would just like name objects we're like that tree over there let's hit it with the you know we kind of like yeah or you like, put like beers on ski poles and try to hit right. them up so uh, I I thought, what the hell? I'm gonna buy a frisbee and go play. So I buy a normal frisbee, and one day I go like try out disc golf, and I had no idea that you have to buy like actual. They're they're not. It's not called frisbee golf because frisbee and discs are completely different. Were you aware of this? That like disc golf no. has like its own sort of aerodynamic, like really small. Get compact. out of here! Are you kidding yeah. me? They have drivers and putters and shit. Yeah, I, like I'm realizing you as you're talking mile. about yeah. disc golf. 
Yeah. I'm realizing I have absolutely no idea what it is. Well, well never mind. Audible. We're not doing uh, college <laughs> basketball next week. We're doing disc golf. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know there's icing in disc golf too? Right? <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> uh, also, I don't want to talk about this this headline that I saw. Uh, after players threaten to boycott, Qatar Beach Volleyball Tournament decides to lift restrictions on bikinis during its March competition. No, I don't want to talk about that at all. I'm not even commenting on that. I'm not even. I'm not falling into that feminist so, trap. No, what, no, no. <laughs> what do What do we want to talk about, Charlotte? I have two things that I think we should talk about, and one of them I already mentioned, JJ Watt, because there's some stuff going on with JJ. But the mm. reason we're gonna we're gonna get into JJ by way of the Ball family, mm. and you might be thinking, well, that sucks because I would love to never hear about Lavar Ball again. And what I have to say to you. Is that's just too bad that's too bad um, if you're one of those people i we have very bad news for you because uh lamella ball is not listening. going away anytime soon yeah keep listening though because we're going to take it to a weird place per usual and i'm going to take it to an especially weird place because i have something planned for mark that he doesn't know that is really just remarkable at least i found it remarkable everyone else will probably be like oh god this is one of charlotte's like weird wedding hashtag things um but lamella is probably going to be rookie of the year mm -hmm. um he is lighting it up in charlotte and as a charlotte fan as you can see yep. by oops i'm pointing in the wrong direction there it is i don't know if you can see the jersey it has my name on it um i take close personal satisfaction He's wearing my name success. on the front of his chest every night when he goes out there. And so I personally I drafted him. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel, what are your, what are your sort of uh, basic LaMelo thoughts? LaMelo ball. Yeah. He's going to win rookie of the year. This is, this is noteworthy because for the longest time he was just Lonzo ball's brother. He was the guy mm -hmm. that we knew in basketball circles. I say this as a, a guy who's, you know, I, I'm very into basketball and I cover this stuff for a living and still even I, just thought of LaMelo Ball up until this past NBA draft when it became clear that he's like a serious he's, – he's actually very good and he's going to get drafted very high. Um, up until then, even he was still just the, the, the snot-nosed brother of Lonzo mm -hmm. who uh, – the, 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 the last time I ever saw LaMelo Ball play basketball before he played for the Hornets was when he was 15 years old and he's bringing the ball up and he's pointing at the ground at half court and then pulling up from half court and airballing it as the gym laughs at him. <laughs> Did you, did you see these clips? Do you remember when this happened? Yeah, I do. And I remember he he's the one. He was in Lithuania, right? Yeah, he, he and went then to Australia. They kept just sort of shipping him all over the world. And so it was, he played it was in Ohio like, for a year. Yep. He did. I forgot about that. And uh, he played for his Charlotte. He played for his dad's league that he, his dad created, the the Junior Basketball Association, where he every sure, every sure team did. was named the Ballers. It was the Los Angeles Ballers versus the Seattle Ballers <laughs> versus the Philadelphia Ballers versus. The, oh my god! <laughs> I just this is the path he went on, and then suddenly he pops up in the draft, and it was it was interesting because uh, you know like every time the NBA draft comes around, I I kind of have to put my draft analyst cap on because I watch mm -hmm. most of the guys obviously in college, but uh, every so often a guy like, like LaMelo Ball comes along or Luka Doncic mm -hmm. who didn't play college basketball and I get asked about him and I'm, I'm very honest and open about it. I'm like, I, I'm not watching Australian basketball. I wasn't, I'm not following him in Lithuania. I have no idea how good this guy the is. The only thing I know about Australia is that a dingo once ate a baby there. <laughs> yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, that's where my interest stops. So. Uh, 
So it was fascinating for me to hear people who are actually plugged in and actually followed LaMelo Ball through his mm -hmm. through Lithuania and the, the big baller brand, whatever the hell that league was called, and, uh, mm -hmm. and to Australia to talk about how good he was going to be. And some people thought he was, you know, he had a lot of natural, nat natural talent, but uh, uh, th there were reports coming out during the draft process that he wasn't interviewing well. And I was like, what is that? What does that even mean? Was he? I don't. I can't. Stand was he, was the he draft just? Was he jargon. just saying statements and then saying your thoughts? Was that what he was doing? <laughs> is that what he mean by interviewing? Him? Was he? Was he saying? Uh, here's how I feel about March, but I'm going to ask you first. Is that what he was doing? Yeah. Is that what he mean by interview? Uh, no, so, but I. I. So you didn't. You were just like whatever. This kid could go either way. Like what? Yeah, what were a little you bit. I mean, like nothing would nothing would surprise me. Like, but uh, uh, it's it's been awesome watching it. Like I was, I'm not anti. You know, like you know how the internet works, and 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 being a talking head about sports is like mm -hmm. you're gonna have to stake your claim. Are you pro or anti this guy? And I right. I was very firmly like I don't know. <laughs> right. I, I'm Which neither. is a I'm, wild. That's a brave. Yeah, I'm just that's like hashtag brave of you. I just want to see what happens. And what's happened so far is he's he's amazing. He's electric. Tate uh, is is actually a Charlotte fan, not a poser like you who just gets excited about oh, the name Charlotte my on the jersey. God, hit me where it hurts. <laughs> Tate, Tate, I, I swear take to God. five. I got <laughs> Anyway, Tate likes him. Tate is from Carolina, and Tate, I've never seen this man get so excited about the NBA and so excited about an NBA player. Uh, really? The Mellow Ball has it. He, he called him Magic Johnson the other night, Charlotte. He oh, goes, Jesus. He goes, oh, we God. have Magic Johnson on our team now. And I was like, all right. All right, you got to calm down, cause cause Lamelo, uh, we were we were watching the uh, uh, this was Monday night. We were watching the the Blazers game together, and Lamelo's mm -hmm. playing Carmelo, uh, which Mello versus Mello. Yeah, Lamelo has thirty, Carmelo has twenty nine, but the Blazers win, so the debate rages on who's the real Mello. It's Carmelo. This is it's the Carmelo. new best goat debate. Yeah, <laughs> who's <laughs> the best Mello? Obviously, it's obviously it's hoodie mellow until until he's usurped. But um, um, yeah, so I, I I guess my my final just to to wrap up my yeah, monologue, yeah, yeah. I guess is that it's it's been fun to watch a guy who had a ton of question marks about him. It took one of the most ridiculous paths to the NBA uh, I can ever remember seeing, and whose reputation was just like you are the brother of this other guy. Mm -hmm. And now he's carved out his own thing. He's better than his brother. Um, yeah, I looked up Lonzo in researching all this because I was like, I really just don't know what he's up to. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's kind of great that the kid who, like, whenever I heard about LaMelo, it would be like, well, they shipped him off to a different foreign country or here's an mm. air ball. And I think <laughs> it's like the greatest revenge story of all time for him to be like, oh, no, I'm actually really good. And yeah. has anyone, has have people done the Patrick Mahomes comparisons where he does those no-look passes? He's got the hair, too. He's got, like, the yeah. like the sides are kind of buzzed, but the hair's fluffy yeah. on top. I don't, and he's I, I doing don't these, the like, term, but. <laughs> insane. Yeah, well, I don't know what I'm talking about ever. But um, he's doing these insane things yeah. where he looks at the basket and then passes it over his head. And then the mm -hmm. guy, I mean, just. That's the that that's what makes him so fun is that he's he's not only, I mean, it, since he's been thrust into the starting lineup, he's averaging, like, 21 points, 7 assists, 6 mm -hmm. rebounds. Um but it's not just the numbers it's like how he's going about it that's so yeah fun. he he he's, he just seems so infectious so fun um it, it nothing phases him uh and and i honestly maybe this is too much uh you know armchair psychologist whatever but like mm -hmm. how much of it is 
is his path is the fact that he was growing up in the shadow of his dad and his brother and uh like he's been he's been around the quote-unquote circus basically his entire life that now he's like yeah do i feel pressure playing at portland in, in a right. regular season game no no dude like no i don't no you know <laughs> this does and not he phase didn't me have to be no. the oldest one he didn't have to be the one that you know like the dad pinned all of the hopes on from the get-go he he didn't have to be the guinea pig for you know, Lavar's hopes and dreams. And so he was able right. to just be like, okay, I'm going to fly under the radar for a little bit here. I feel like, again, this is, this is, uh, this is not something that I guess we probably should be doing the armchair psychology, but I wonder how much of that is Lonzo's not problem. Lonzo's still good. Like, I think that th this happens also in the NBA is like, if guys aren't, if, if you're not averaging 30 points a game, you're a scrub and a bomb. And that's, you know, and if you're not the best right. player, <laughs> If you're a top five pick who's not the best player on your team, you're considered a bust and a loser and you suck. Lonzo is not bad. Lonzo is, he's averaging 15 points and like five or six assists a game. But um, he's not, no one is talking about it because yeah. that's not, he's not lighting the world on yeah, fire. I mean, so he, and, can, he can be fine. Like there was no way unless he was the next, um, you know, Steph that he was going right. to ever live up to those expectations. And he's got he's got uh Zion Williamson as a teammate. Um he, he obviously was was on the Lakers first and LeBron comes into town kind of <laughs> runs him off honestly is kind of is pretty much what happened. He's traded anyway, to the to truly. the Yeah, he's tr he's traded to New Orleans for Anthony Davis. Um so I I wonder how much of Lonzo's because because Lonzo is still super talented and I believe in his talent and his abilities, but mm -hmm. um, he does seem out of it at times. And th this goes this goes all the way back to college. And I'm getting I'm, I'm turning our show into Titus and Tate, so I apologize. But uh, back in college, Charlotte, he played against De'Aaron Fox, who's mm -hmm. uh, who's who plays for the Sacramento Kings now. And De'Aaron Fox just ate his lunch. This happened in the NCAA <laughs> tournament. Lonzo played well against UCLA beat Kentucky in Rupp Arena. They met later in the season uh, in the NCAA tournament, and De'Aaron Fox went absolutely nuts. And Lonzo Ball just, like, seemed okay with it, and it was very strange to watch because he was I like, remember that. Yeah, no, there I was remember no, that. There was no fire whatsoever, and that became a huge talking point of, like, should people draft Lonzo Ball? Should He looks dead behind the eyes, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, uh yeah, and then and then that that spir that spiraled into like it's because Lavar but like he looks like a a puppy that's been beaten by his father for you know and like yes. people started like taking it to weird places like that, um and I don't know I don't know how much of it is that but like there the, maybe it is it is weird to just see the dichotomy of like how Lonzo Ball approaches the game versus how Lamelo Ball approaches the game and how yeah, much Lamella fun they seem to be having fired is, up. Yeah, yeah he's like ready to go and yeah. it's so fun to watch and that's definitely part of it I mean. I don't know. I feel like. <laughs> also, before I forget, did you see uh, the SNL skit where Keenan Thompson was um, Levar. Levar Ball? Yeah. <laughs> it, it just, I mean, it, it's an endless font of content. Um, but that's why I really like that Lamelo is his own content right now because mm -hmm. of how he's playing. Like, it's mm -hmm. not about the circus right now. It's actually about him. Um, and I, th I find that so refreshing when it comes to the ball family, because I'm so sick of, of the garbage that goes along with it. <laughs> it, it, it is, it is pretty perfect. Like LaMelo ended up playing for Michael Jordan's team after his father talked all that junk about how much better he is than Jordan. And it's unbelievable. It, it makes, it do makes you think it... he said anything? Like, do you think Jordan's been like, uh, should we... I think Jordan gets it. I think Jordan knows what's happening. I don't think he welcomes it or encourages it, but he's also like, 
I mean, the guy, like, he under, he's just like, yeah, the guy's a, a wrestling promoter, basically. Or like, like, he's just biding his time until he can absolutely ruin his life. <laughs> he ruins the ball for, like, yeah. yeah. Like, at, when Lamelo at the height of right. start, he just trades him away. For, I was like, going to say, he's going to trade him for, but for someone better, and then the Hornets are going to win a championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They signed, he signed Steph Curry in the twilight of his career. Yes. And then like forces Lamelo out, and now it's like Steph's team, and Steph becomes like the local hero, and everybody, lo- yeah, <laughs> and everyone That's forgets about good. Lamelo. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, that could, uh, I don't know. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but when it does, remember that I said. Yeah. That. <laughs> um. Yeah. So so the the that whole part, the the what's happening with the Ball family is interesting. Uh, you, you mentioned earlier JJ Watt. Um, I, I feel like this, the, so the theme of what this show is for us is going to be like siblings because, um, yeah, that we have the ball family, but also JJ Watt this week, Charlotte announced that he's mm-hmm. playing for the, the, he wants to play for the Arizona Cardinals. And this is noteworthy because, uh, I don't know if, I don't know if people, I don't, when I say people, I basically mean like idiots like me that don't actually follow it, but just assume things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would have guessed he was going to play for the Steelers. I would have guessed yeah. that he, he wanted to play with his two brothers. Uh, and and he because he, he said he wanted to play for a, a Super Bowl contender, the Steelers. I don't know if they're soon, but whatever. They're the Steelers. They're they're, they're always going to be good enough, I suppose. And uh, it made sense on paper that JJ Watt would want to play with his brothers. He decides he wants to play with the for the Arizona Cardinals, which felt like the most boring, like let the air out of the balloon that announcement me, though, possible. Right, is the most JJ Watt announcement pot like jj watt is a he's done so many good things for the community he's a great teammate by all accounts i think he's you know always a sort of positive guy but he's also remarkably corny um when he announced that he was going to the cardinals he posted a picture of himself in the workout room with the cardinal shirt on in mid squat or press i don't whatever you i don't Mm, know you're doing great (laughs) you know he's like what is it where you stand with the thing behind your shoulders and you hold it what is that is that a press it's icing (laughs) 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 that's uh no yeah he he, it was a squat he was getting ready to squat yeah all right whatever he was doing his he was getting swole and Mm -hmm. uh the caption the the tweet is that picture and then it just says sources me me yeah and yeah. I'm like, oh my god! But he dude, did. He, he took so a picture. Corny. Didn't he take a picture of his weight room before, as like a teaser? That yeah. Day, like that morning, yeah. he, he posted a picture of his weight room, and and everyone's like, oh. It's like we get it. You work yeah. out. Um. So we're. But he we're... also said that he he texted Kyler Murray and he said, "I'm here because I believe in you," which is also a little corny. And also, like, yeah, Kyler turned out to be really good last season. I mean. Are they Super Bowl contender? That's uh, yeah. yeah. It, it was a very uh, whelming, I'll say. <laughs> it was very whelming. Like I, I wanted, it, I was hoping yes. for Bills or Browns or Steelers oh, or God. something. Or or he goes to Tampa Bay, which would kind of suck in a lot of ways, but also like. But it would give us something I to talk it. about. Like yeah, let's just yeah. We'd be that, ta- if JJ yeah. went to Tampa Bay, we would one hundred percent be doing a show just about that yeah or exactly. even if yeah. he went to the bills it's like chaotic enough but he went to the cardinals like of course he wants to live in scottsdale you know he's what <laughs> almost 32 and is and he's like yeah it seems like a nice place time, also, yeah. also got a boatload of money so yeah he did yeah 31 million dollars for two years uh which is i i noticed that uh the, there was no change in the cardinals odds of winning the super bowl like, <laughs> wait like, really i don't know what that says other than 
Yeah, that's what I mean. It was just whelming. Like he, he like that's what I was gonna Vegas, say. You know what that means? Everyone was just whelmed. Yeah, that means he announced, and they're like, oh, okay, oh, good luck. Right. I was so <laughs> bored by the yeah. announcement. But well, that's JJ like, Watt, right? Like, is there anybody yeah. who's better at like? <sighs> trying to pretend it's not about him but it's about like the frustrating part about jj watt is he is an awesome human being and yeah <laughs> he very like he's annoying as hell he's corny as hell uh you want to call him out for certain things but also you know that there's no way to do it there's no way to articulate your thoughts without you sounding like a hater and a and you're a bad person you know what i mean yes because there's and like that would, no because that's what it would be that would there, be true. yeah there's like nothing you could actually kill the guy for and yet every single person seems to like watch this guy live his life and you're like i don't i don't like it he's, yeah, but he's but also a great like, human being he's a great but part human of it being is because he's better than we are yeah he's, 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 he's not great... only is he a professional athlete who's extremely good at his job but he does he's done so much for the houston community like yeah. he's such a good guy even his video which was, it was like when he said that he was leaving he said um you know, I you've had my back from day one. Well, except for draft night when you booed me, but whatever. Yeah. He, like he was funny enough yeah. about it that I was like, ah, I can't even be upset that you're corny. Like, because then I'm just no matter what, when it comes to JJ Watt, like you're the asshole. Exactly. He is. He is an absolute <laughs> enigma in that regard. Because even uh, I mean, other guys that come to mind are like Tim Tebow, for example, um, who. <laughs> <laughs> he fits that bill too right like tim tebow is a, is a great human being but also like Does he, he still play baseball yeah he is he he, he That's uh absolutely wild he also but but the difference between but jj watt and tim tebow is like tim tebow i could see like you can make the argument it's a little too much in your face I'm not even talking about like the the religion part of it. I'm talking about just like his whole aura is like it's just like like I could see if you're a teammate with Tim Tebow, you're like, dude, just shut up for the love. You're like you're here. You need to be like yeah, just, just a tone, little just bit tone here. It down a little bit. Where JJ, yeah. I feel like if your teammates with him, you're like, I kind of like it. I kind of <laughs> liked it. Like I, you know, like I, there's a part of it is how good they are. Like it's easier to listen to JJ Watt when he's. You know, you, one of the best right. defenders. He'll we've ever also seen in just football. absolutely destroy you if he doesn't. Um, you know, LeBron's he another one. <laughs> LeBron, is, yeah, that's true. LeBron's not that another. He would. The thought of JJ Watt like beating up a teammate is not. I don't know why I just said that, but it's funny a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, he he he. he, if he that's, maybe that's why he didn't go to the Steelers because he didn't want to like have to fight his. He, He'd have to give his, his brothers, brothers swirlies, yeah. wedgies, stick them in lockers. Those are the only teammates he would ever fight, and he didn't. Yeah. Want to put in that position uh lebron's another guy that comes to mind of like a guy that is you know you want to rip him apart for but but he it's a little easier with lebron too because he's pretty clearly up his own ass in a lot of ways he's you know trolling what i mean trolling too i yeah, think sometimes yeah. he's trolling like the cigar picture where he's like can't believe this is my life in the pool when he got when he didn't make the playoffs and then uh the what was it he like taco tuesday where you're just like oh come on man you know he tweets taco does he still do that does he yeah, still have taco yeah, tuesday probably i don't know you know but you're just Le lebron like, yeah lebron it seems like he's trolling a little bit i'm gonna be honest lebron fits the same thing where like this guy's it's corny it's weird but also he started the school but like i there's just something i, I don't know I, I, but my I, point is, I hate this about athletes. Like, yeah, you, I hate this. Let me, let me <laughs> hate you. Hate? Let me hate you without feeling like a bad person. Is what I want. To oh, say. No, JJ Watt. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, to do that, just get a Twitter handle that's like mom's <laughs> mom's basement 6969 and have 13 followers and then go for it, I think is what it comes down to. Yeah. There's a formula for this, Mark. You can do yeah. If you really care enough, if you want this enough, uh, you hey, can hate uh, without feeling bad about it. I had this question about J.J. Wefferty. So uh, yeah. he's going to wear number 99 for the Cardinals. Um, mm-hmm. Marshall Goldberg was the, was the guy who played for the Cardinals uh, mm-hmm. back in the day, um, has since passed away. I think he died in the mid-2000s. Uh, his daughter, so he wore number 99 for the Cardinals. It was retired. Mm-hmm. His daughter gave JJ Watt permission to, to unretire the number and wear number 99. Um, and it's, it's a story that people are sharing this week, I guess. And like, people are like, wow, how, how cool that the daughter stepped up and, uh, do you, do you, <laughs> I, your thoughts? Cause I have thoughts. <laughs> yes. I knew that's where we were going. I'll just it. say, I'll just uh, say I this guess way. your thoughts. thoughts. Can I guess yeah, your guess thoughts, thoughts instead of giving my? Yeah, I think my you think. I think you think that this is not as commendable or as selfless an act as everybody is I making it right. out to be. I think you're right, Charlotte. I think. Yeah, that, is that what you think? I think if I'm if I'm the father, I'm like, well, now hang on a second. Yes, the I father's knew that. up in heaven, like looking down, like what the hell? What? I nailed that. How, plugged, how, how, how often do you think how often do you think this daughter and uh marshall goldberg and his daughter talked about you know hey when i'm gone if if, if a guy if a free agent if this huge dude out in texas shows <laughs> yeah. up and asks if he can have my number yeah i mean sure to, give to it me to though what you know maybe to her this is a way to make people talk about her dad okay all right i like that because i, like I don't think anyone thought. would be talking about mr goldberg if uh you know jj hadn't showed up and requested the jersey. Did he ask for it? I can't remember. He asked for it or she just was like, here, I, you I can have it. I assume he asked for it. I don't know. It's, it's, That's it's also all... an awkward thing. Like, I would rather... There's so many things I would rather ask someone than be like, hey, can I have your dead dad's jersey number? <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. How do you phrase that? Like, that's awful. Yeah. 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 Right? Yes. yes. This is, I don't this think is I my... would have... I don't think... I think that... I don't think that I would have the cojones to go up either. to someone and be like, listen, I know your dad passed away and I know that he was great. And I know that his number was retired, but can I wear it? That's yeah. kind of a wild conversation. It's wild. And I, I, I think, I think this looks, listen, this is just me again. This is me being a hater. This is what I hate about JJ Watt is that like you, anytime you, you, the rational part of your brain kicks in and you realize I'm just being a hater and I'm, I'm a moron. And this yeah, is, but, but all I want to think at the is same like, time though, there's that little devil, the devil on your at, shoulder being at like, the same it's time, weird. right. My gut instinct is like, JJ, just wear 98. I don't know. Like, why do you have to wear number 99? Why is it so special? Why are you so it's special that we have to unretire Sorry. this number? For- That's my hot take about the whole thing is that 99 is a bad number. So why would you want that wow. anyway? Hey, do you want to talk more about hockey? Because uh, 99 is retired in the entire NHL. Did you know this? Uh, Wayne Gretzky's number? No one can wear 99. I did 99. not know that. I also he's, did not know so that Wayne Gretzky good. was 99. I'm going to be honest. He was so good, Charlotte, that they, that they retired the number in the entire league. They said no one can wear it. That's pretty cool. The entire league. I mean, that's how you know you made it, right? Yeah. Like your wife might reject you on a kiss cam, but you definitely have your jersey retired. <laughs> well, that's the, I didn't the know he was another... 99. The billion dollar question is if JJ Watt plays hockey, will the NHL unretire 99 for him? <laughs> you know what? He's going to do when he's like 36. He won't, he will have been out of the league for a year or two. And he's going to be like, I think I can skate. And yeah, he's going to yeah. get back into it. 
it is gonna be like i talked to wayne gretzky's daughter uh rest in peace wayne um and she said it was wayne's okay dead. and wayne's like and wayne's like i'm not dead dude what the hell no <laughs> he's like yeah uh wayne you know tragically not with us anymore uh but his daughter gave me the okay so and wayne's uh, like tweeted you remember when do you remember when uh someone tweeted that cheryl crow was rolling over in her grave and she quote tweeted yeah, and said yeah, i'm not yeah. dead that was like that's what's gonna happen except it's, it's gonna like, be wayne gretzky and jj this is wild fanfic that we're writing yeah, right now yeah. by the way this is we getting, should keep we should revisit this this is getting um, very weird but uh, yeah the reason we brought both of these guys up is because obviously you know brothers and first of all i just learned today that jj's name is justin james um fun mm -hmm. fact uh and then he's got tj and there's jj tj and derek mm -hmm. which hilarious that gotta they be didn't DJ. make him if dj you're derek you gotta go dj yeah well he didn't maybe he uh -huh. was rebelling but um they also, but not only do these guys all have brothers, they have brands. The Ball family has Big Baller brand. Mm -hmm. um, JJ Watt has a deal with Reebok with a JJ logo. The JJ which, logo that's like. Yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. It's like two J's. Two, next, it, yeah. it looks like an A a little. It's a bad logo, it's which, like but gun, again. Yeah. And, and the shoes here, I, I pulled up a picture of the shoes. Have you seen what his shoes look like? Those are bad shoes, JJ. They're they're terrible shoes. That that logo is. That and the logo I'm not is trying so to be bad. a hater because I wanted to like them. I really did. But um, then you've got then you've got Big Baller Brand, which is three B's. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, much like two J's. So they're just you know, there's a there's a lot going on here. But Mark, the rabbit hole that I went down this week was the Big Baller Brand website. <laughs> Oh, no. Have you visited this brand's website I've recently? Not. I've not. It is okay. So first of all, their about us is um is is absolutely riddled with grammatical mistakes. Um, like you can't really read it. Be okay. Can I just can I just raise this to you? Um, raise raise this to you. Read this to you. Um. Okay. So. But Big Brother brand was officially launched in 2016 by LeVar and Tina Ball in Chino Hills, California. Having raised three athletic sons that were drawn to basketball, they realized early on that they had an opportunity to create a path to the NBA unlike any other family in American sports history. In 2013, they used unconventional wisdom and formed one travel basketball team featuring all three sons instead of joining up with larger established programs. So you're reading this and you're like, that's a little weird, but like, mm -hmm. okay, let's see where they're going with it. <clears throat> by design... Comma, their team roster did not attract players from surrounding towns or stakes. states. Ironically, comma, they chose to train and coach kids from the neighborhoods surrounding Chino Hills. Tina and LeVar, comma, knew early on for their youngest son to compete with the older boys, they had to develop a different style of basketball that played to the unique strengths of each of their sons. That style of play, comma, which initially grew scrutiny from critics, comma, required not only skill, comma, but incredible stamina and conditioning, which the balls all had. Balls is spelled B-L-L apostrophe S. I mean, this goes on. This is like... They love commas. They love commas. And then things, there are more phrases like during this epic season of perfection, um, Tina and LaVarce are wearing big baller brand t-shirts to support their sons. Um, so, so, okay. I'm like, this is an insane about page. Did no one proofread this? Mm -hmm. Did they not run this by a single? Did LeVar just put this up? So then when you go to um, the Big Baller Brands main page here, you're like, oh, yes, he definitely did because the images are like selfies. I'm just, 
I'm just pulling this up here. It's bigballerbrandinc.com. The pictures of Lavar on the homepage, it's like it's a selfie. <laughs> that's on. That's from the Big Baller Brand website. That's a that's Lavar in the back of a car wearing one. What the, I think they call it their gorilla suit. It's go gorilla suit. And then there are pictures of him and his buddies, like three of his pals. They're just like old guys on the cover on this website's homepage. And then you go a little bit, you delve into the products. Not only do they have the typical, you know, BBB in pink to make sure that it's clear, you know, that's for the women. Yep. They have a race. How can I be misogynistic if I have a pink exactly. product that you can buy? <laughs> exactly. You can't. You can't. It's a, it's a get out of um, jail free card. But they also have a um, motorcycle jacket and motorcycle gloves for big baller brand racing. Uh, this jacket is $850 and the gloves are $350. It's genius. Driving glove. Big baller brand driving glove. I mean, is that the greatest thing you've ever seen? Like, I absolutely lost it. It's so genius that you just, you put, put an outrageous price tag on stuff. And if people buy it, you're like, all right. And there's no way they have inventory, right? Like they have, they have, they're sitting on zero inventory. They've never sold a, yes. An order comes in like, uh, all right, I guess, uh, and then they go buy something and stitch big baller brand on it. Seriously, it they they go to they go to Walmart and they're like, we got to get a sweatshirt, and I, then someone slaps a patch on it. And I saw the big baller brand. This is a fun fact. Uh, the Better Business Bureau has given big baller brand an F grade. For, they've had an F grade for a while. As the a Better Business Bureau, and I wonder the, the original three Bs. That's what I was gonna say. Do you think that's? Do you think it's actually an? Do they deserve the F grade, or is the Better Business Bureau just jealous that Big Baller oh, Brand is taking the three Bs from them? Encroaching. Um, so yeah, I just love that there's these. That my favorite picture is of Lavar and and two of his buddies in a convertible, all wearing the same hoodie. Here's my um, question. That he just the, put on his website because if you have insane. a website, you can do that. Here, here's here's my question to our listeners for uh, for Monday's show when we yeah. we do the mailbag. Uh, people can write in, and and I, I want to know what what the answer to this question is. Who is the best professional athlete today that does not have a logo or a brand or anything of the sort? Because, there it is. There it is. Do you see that oh, yeah, picture? Saw, yeah. The, did the, it, did it, you see? <laughs> and the Rolls Royce and all the hoodies up. <laughs> They're just like cruising around. The gorilla it's suit. The, yeah, it's the wildest thing I've ever seen. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean uh, to interrupt. I yeah, just who, uh, who is the best professional athlete that does not have a logo? JJ Watt has a logo. Uh, he's good though, so that makes sense. But like, mm-hmm. you start paying attention to like, especially in the NBA, Michael Jordan ruined everything. Everyone saw Michael yeah. Jordan made ten trillion dollars and had the dopest logo, and and people are stabbing each other trying to get his shoes, and they're like, oh. Well, I made an all-star team once, so I'm sure people will do that for me. <laughs> it's like, right. no, dude. No. Well, stop it. Stop it. Mark, <laughs> I looked I looked into this because I was curious. I was like, I wonder I feel I felt like Tim Duncan would be a guy who didn't have yeah. a brand. Yeah. But he had the well, the Nike all pro foam style bleh, Did he have he a signature like a, shoe? Well, he had a shoe that he and, and David Robinson would both wear, and it was like it looked like a space shoe, and Nike was going to bring it back recently. So it, it might not necessarily have been his signature shoe, but it became so associated with him that I don't think it's fair to say he didn't have a brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Did he have a logo, I guess? that's Because a lot of these guys would I have... I feel like Tim Duncan probably didn't, but I mean his. his yeah, Tim Duncan shirts. might be the answer, but he's not active anymore. So Tim Duncan, that might yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. You know, so like if he was playing today, era. would he have you know different era? 
If he's playing today, and someone's then, getting their hands on him. And they're like, Tim, you got to have a logo. And he's like, huh? <laughs> and then all these like, logos, Charlotte, Ultra. Can all, that these, be my logo? all these logos are just the, the guy's initials, just like somehow cleverly. And I use cleverly with very heavy air quotes. <laughs> Like JJ, oh my God! It's it's a J, it's two J's and a W. Did you not? You, and it makes you, a different shape. Did, did oh wait, it? I didn't get that. What? I'm gonna be honest. You didn't get that it was a W. w? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have lost all privileges of making fun of Loka until the end of time. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Why am I such an idiot? Like, sometimes I think I'm a fairly smart person, and then there are moments where I'm like, how do you put your shoes on in the morning? Like, My, how, like... my biggest, uh, the, the, I'll make you feel better. I, a couple years ago, this is this is stuck with me, and it'll stick with me for the rest of my life. Um, it, it hit me as to why polar bears are called polar bears, and that, because I thought polar bears, I, I would have assumed polar bears are, like, all over, like, Alaska, and they are in Alaska. Because they live on the, the pole. poles. Yeah. The poles, yeah. But I would have assumed that like every cold, I would assume you could go, you could go to like Winnipeg, Canada, and like just like there could be polar bears there. I you didn't know that. Never thought about that entirely. (gasps) (laughs) The show's over. I have to leave. Oh Oh, no! no. Oh no! Oh no! Wow. Okay. okay, well, um All right, well there you go. We're learning no, things. There right? it is. <laughs> polar bears, uh yeah, they Okay, so today I learned that they're they only polar exist bears. in the poles. They're not yeah. in just they're not there aren't you will not find polar bears in the south of France. That, I, <laughs> well, I watched Lost and let me tell you. That's true. I begged to differ. Uh and I learned about the JJ Watt look. Wow. Okay. Well um, <laughs> Where were we, Mark? <laughs> I got this for you. Let's do a hard pivot because I have a game for you as well involving LeVar Ball. Um, okay, wait. Can I just say one more what? thing about the athletes yeah. who, who have brands? Who This is a mark. I think Gardner Minshew has merch. It's, it's so, like, if Gardner Minshew has merch, you know. I, will, I don't knock the hustle. I just think, like, I, I want to I figure out who is the most talented. We got the TB12 method with Tom yep. Brady. Yeah. A lot of these guys deserve it because, you know, like, they're, they're great. But at the same time, like – Michael George set the standard. Everyone's been trying to catch him. LeBron's LeBron's shoes are horrible. LeBron LeBron deserves his Bad own shoe line. He deserves his own brand, but like not even close to Jordan brand. And, he didn't uh, do it the way you he should have done it, which is that they looked cooler. I am. Yeah, you should make your <laughs> shoes cooler, LeBron. Have make you them. That? You had one job to make yeah. cool shoes. Um, but yeah, it's 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 wild how many guys just like have logos or will put out like a, a statement on their social media if they're like in free agency and they're like I am, you know, I'm not going to resign here. And then they have like a little mm-hmm. letter, and at the bottom of the letter is like some logo that no one's ever seen before. And it's yeah. like, is that your logo? You have a logo? <laughs> right. Okay. Cool. Like, oh, huh, Mark? Should we design logos for ourselves? <laughs> hey, if any of the people want are good at Photoshop and want to design us logos. We'll My, uh, we'll share those on the internet. Just yeah, you you, you just get a you should just be the CW's logo. <laughs> oh come on, come I mean, on, that's, man! That's what pro athletes do. They would just take that and just kind of like touch right, it up well, a little then bit. That's find easy. find that's the one fun. friend that knows Photoshop and like just kind <laughs> of. I don't even it. have a middle name, so it, anyway. Are you serious? Yeah. You have no middle name. Sure don't. We have to get you a middle name, Charlotte. 
Oh, I've over the years. Trust me, I've I've. We have to get. Can, can we do this for content? Can we have people vote on your middle name? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll we'll make. Hey, for my birthday, we'll make a show about give Charlotte a middle name, and we'll tie it into sports. <laughs> right in and give Charlotte a middle name. Uh, all right. Before we get to our our list of our favorite siblings in sports, that's what we have coming up. We're gonna we're gonna go through that. Uh, I want to play one more quick game with you. It's called yes. Did Did Ric Flair or Levar Ball say this? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where I hate it already. <laughs> I have pulled quotes from uh, from the internet. Uh, you okay. know, you, everyone knows how this show works. Like whether they actually said it or not isn't important. It's whether the internet says that they said it. <laughs> so, right, icing isn't a thing we need to define. We just have to. It's according to yeah, the, the, NHL so, ninety three. Uh, I I found uh, somewhere on the internet. Lavar Ball or Ric Flair has been attributed these the following quotes. You have to tell me which one. Said this it, is okay? awful. This you is ready? so bad. Yeah, let's go. Uh, number one, there's all there's only two dudes better than me, and I'm both of them. Ric Flair. <laughs> That's Levar Ball. What? <laughs> there's only two dudes Wait, better oh, than me. Dude. <laughs> there's only two dudes better than me, and I'm both of them. That's a great quote. What? That's not English. Okay. All quote. right. Uh, That's amazing. When you're a snake charmer, you're gonna get bit. Ric Flair. That's Levar Ball. <laughs> Uh, I hate th- when I'm so bad at these. I I get in a groove and I pick the. It's like it's the 50-50-90 rule. <laughs> if given a choice where it's fifty-fifty, I'm gonna be wrong ninety percent of the time. <laughs> Number three, uh, I'm every woman's dream and every man's nightmare. I want to say Ric Flair, but now I'm worried. It's, these are all of our ball, aren't they? <laughs> What's your answer? <laughs> it's our ball. It's Ric Flair. <laughs> You're over <all> three. <laughs> Uh, oh, I hate that. Uh, number four. I gamed myself out of this. Okay. You got to use cuss words when you don't have no intellect. Ric Flair. That's LeVar Ball. What? Wow, you're so bad at this. Uh, well, I mean, in fairness, they're insane quotes. Yeah, I think, I think, I think this is highlighting how similar the two of them are. Uh, Space Mountain may be the oldest ride in the park, but it has the longest line. Uh, <laughs> Mark Titus? <laughs> Ric Flair. That's Ric Flair. Okay. Yeah. He's saying he's like he's like he's, I'm he's, the classic. Over- yeah, I get it. Yeah. It yeah, took I'm me a class- second, yeah. but I figured it yeah, out. Yeah. Uh, to make me cry, you're gonna have to hit me with the two by four. <laughs> Ric Flair. That's Lamar Ball. That's a trick one. Yeah, Lamar Ball said that one. <laughs> what in what world? Okay. Oh my god. All right. Uh, my shoes cost more than your house. Lamar Ball. That's Ric Flair. Two, two trick ones in a row. How about that? I can't believe that you found these. I can't believe this uh, is happening. Oh, What my a God. great game. What a great game. Uh, all right, I got three more. Um, even if you don't want to hear LeVar me, you're going to hear me. Okay. That's LeVar Ball. Uh, it's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name when last year I spent more money on spilled liquor and bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. Uh, LeVar Ball. That's Ric Flair. What? That's, that's one of, I am that was, so bad at this game. That's a classic Ric Flair promo where he, he does Is the uh, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding. Woo! Oh, exactly. <laughs> Can't keep these alligators down. Uh, and then this is my favorite quote on the entire <laughs> list. Okay. I'm a globally loud person. <laughs> I'm a globally loud person is the quote. 
Charlotte Wilder, um, uh, LeVar Ball. That's LeVar Ball. That's so LeVar Ball. I'm a globally yeah. loud person. You started out slow. You, you picked it up at the end. I, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I didn't keep that's track of how many. generous. I think yeah. I got most of them wrong. <laughs> but that's an insane. Fun game. God, those quotes are unbelievable. I The Space Mountain one is really. Um, uh, by the uh, way, email us if you want the uh, the at-home version of that game. Uh, it's only $800. We'll, we'll slap <laughs> a the Baller brand logo on it and send you a version that you can play at home. It comes in a leather-bound book, so. and then uh, yeah. the pages, there's nothing inside, and you have to plug a USB drive into your computer. Hey, guys. Charlotte Wilder here. I want to tell you about our brand-new Fox Sports app and website, foxsports.com. It's reimagined for the modern sports fan, so go ahead. Download the new app now. You don't even have to pause this episode to do it. Every day on the app and website, you'll see the top stories in sports, plus a rich world of written content, videos, social media, and analytics to give you a 360-degree view of the most important sports stories of the day. Streaming live TV has also never been so easy or elegant. Every Fox Sports game, including all pregame and postgame shows, are just one click away. For the extra invested fans, we also go deep with real-time wagering lines, trending prop bets, win probability, and key player projections. So what are you waiting for? Download the new Fox Sports app or visit www.foxsports.com. All right, uh, let's get into it. Uh, let's end the show as we typically let's do with do this. Um, we, we, we talked a lot about brothers today, siblings in sports. Uh, so we figured let's let's put a cap on the show with uh, our list of our favorite siblings mm-hmm. in sports history. That's it. That's 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 the uh, that's the conceit here. So um, a lot to choose from, Charlotte. This is a very open-ended topic. A lot come to mind immediately. Yep. But you can only pick five. Yep. Start with number five. I'll let you go first. My number five pair of siblings, Mark, this is to prove that I know who these people are, is Brooke and Robin Lopez. <laughs> because they're twins. Right. And both play basketball. Mm-hmm. And Robin Lopez so <laughs> is the one who did the bits with the mascots. Right. I, I put you, you onto this, right? Yes, you've referenced this at yeah. least three times over the course of the show, and every time I say, who's Robin Lopez? And so I just wanted to put this on the list to prove that I now have internalized who Robin Lopez is. Have you, have you watched any of it? Have you seen – are you a Robin Lopez fan? Are you a fan of the antics? Yes. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've watched him mess around with mascots, and I think it's absolutely delightful, and that's yeah. why they are number five on my list. That's a that's a good answer. They're, they Thank you. they were very good. Uh, they played at Stanford. They were twin. That was like the last. Uh, Stanford was supposed to be good this year, by the way, and they've had mm. a lot of problems with like like first of all, they couldn't even play or, or practice at their home mm-hmm. arena um, this year because of oh because of the COVID protocols yeah, the rules the, for. Yeah, and then like all summer there were fires and it, like it's been a, it's been a nightmare for Stanford this year. Um, but I was gonna say that this year they were supposed to be pretty good. I don't know if they're gonna make the tournament. Uh, and the last time Stanford was like really good was when the Lopez brothers were there. So like this was supposed to be a time when Stanford gets good. Everyone talks about the Lopez brothers again. They're like, oh yeah, Stanford's good. Remember when the Lopez brothers were there and they were yeah good? yeah yeah. And instead, well, you know they probably don't have any twins. That's probably the problem. That might be the problem. Yeah, if you have two twins, you know that you've got at least two tall guys on your basketball team, <laughs> as if, I always say. If the twins are tall, they're always if they play basketball, they're twins. They're going to be tall. Be tall. Uh, number five on my list, also basketball guys. Uh, so <laughs> I'll, I'll just start by saying my list is not. I 
I don't love my list because okay. I I kind of overthought it. I, I I was I was putting this together at like midnight last night, and I was in a mm-hmm. little bit of a stupor. I was in like a mm-hmm. fever dream, trying to like mm-hmm. overthink things, and and then it hit me, and I had to put these guys on the list. And it's gonna this is gonna look horrible on a graphic. This is gonna look so so bad, and I am uh, I'm aware of that. So um, okay. I apologize. To Maybe we just leave but, off number five on your yeah, but. I'm going to talk about him anyway. It is the Plumleys from Duke. Uh, Miles, <laughs> Miles Mason and Marshall Plumley. And the reason they're one of my favorites, because like as I was putting this list together last night, in the middle of the night, uh, I, I as I said, it was I was just in a weird headspace. A couple Coors Lights in. No, and, classic. Uh, it hit me, Charlotte, that th- this is insane and was taken for granted that three brothers mm-hmm. were on the exact same Duke basketball team in 2012. They were all on the same team playing at Duke. They were all good enough to play at Duke. They all eventually Has played in NBA. Has that ever happened before or since? I, three brothers on one three. team. They're not. None of them are twins either. And not just one team, like a good, a good, a good ass team. They, well, that team ended up losing to CJ McCollum in the first round. They got upset by fifteen. Yeah, but, but it's Duke. Still, it's, it's, Duke. Just, it's a name brand. Right. It's not like you know they and, played at. And none of them were like Marshall is the youngest and he was the worst, uh, but he still played in the NBA. So it wasn't like it wasn't like uh, any of these guys were charity cases where it was like, we'll give you a scholarship just to get your brother, even though that right. sort of felt like the way like it felt like they did that with Miles to get Mason. But but anyway, they all ended up being very good. They were all good enough to get minutes at Duke, be great players at Duke. They all won national championships, Charlotte. Um, That's ins- what I didn't it's pretty know crazy, and I think and and the other reason I put them on my list is because they just encapsulate like there is an era of that that is an era of basketball. You could just say like the Plumley era of Duke basketball. Yeah, everyone knows if you watch college basketball, the, there the, this was a marker in time. Is like yes, I remember that Plumley era of Duke basketball. Yep. Um, so I don't they're not my favorite in the sense that like I cheered for these guys, uh, but they were my favorite in that like. You gotta a, respect it. You gotta respect it. You gotta respect it. Yeah. Also, fun fact: uh, mm-hmm. their mom and my mom played together at Purdue. No on, way. On the Purdue basketball team. So, uh, oh my too. gosh! Yeah. So, shout out to the. How, have that. they yeah. kept in touch? Yeah, yeah. My mom, my mom. They they used to be roommates. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I. That's amazing. I'm like shout Forrest, out to the Plumleys. I'm like Forrest Gump of basketball show. There's like I just kind of like are, find my way <laughs> into like yeah, you name a guy in basketball. I'm like, yeah, I know him. Yeah, my cousin used to mow his lawn. Right, so we like, right, right. <laughs> he only mowed it at sundown because we yeah. decided. <laughs> so uh, uh, that's uh, that's my pick for number five, which is going to look horrible on a graphic, and I'm going to get killed for it. But whatever. You shout know out what? to the Plumley family. Shout out Plumley. Um, okay, my number three. I mean four. Right? That's what we're on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I numbered these wrong. So they're all numbered different things here. That's not the correct number. Um, my list is Markeith Morris and Marcus Morris mm. Sr. Mm, Mar- they are twins. <laughs> uh-huh. And I respect that Marcus Morris has uh, adopted the senior on his jersey. I assume he has a son who is a junior. Uh, would be kind of a baller move to just put the senior on anyway because it's true i could be charlotte wilder senior Mm -hmm. i'm the first one so there you go i also think that markeith's daughter was absolutely incredible at the lakers ring ceremony um and that made me a big markeith morris fan and so i am just a fan of these twins i i uh 
the the thing about these guys more so than the Lopez is even like mm-hmm. one thing that happens with twins all the time in basketball, especially is they must be on the same team. They must they they dress the same, they look the same, they act the same. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Lopez is like one. Robin grew his hair out. Brooke kind of kept it shorter, so they at mm-hmm. least like uh they even though they always played on the same you know they kind of they did the twin thing but they also tried to they tried to have their own identities there was a differentiator markeith and marcus morris are not trying at all they're trying to be they're trying to just morph into one person they both play for la teams (laughs) they they're yeah their embryo in the womb split into twins. That's how twins work, right? And and I they've spent I'm, their entire existence trying to undo that and become one <laughs> entity again. <laughs> yeah. Morph back together. Yeah. yeah, they 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 are very much that set of twins that just like they, yeah. which is all I you know that's great. Like you got like a best friend for life, right? Like it's. I, don't know. I always th- I always wondered if I had a twin. I think I'd be worse, just as a person. I think I I think I. would I mean, also two of me sounds absolutely exhausting. Isn't it weird that, uh, isn't it weird that like no twins or there's never like one that's fat and the other one's not, or like one that's, I mean, I guess it makes sense they have the exact same, who? Name name four sets of twins. I know, I know someone, I know a set of twins from, I know someone who, okay, I know someone who knows a set of twins where one was very small and one Mm. was very big. All right, well, you disproved my point with that. (laughs) Great evidence you brought to the table there, Charlotte. I mean, my God. I know someone who grew up with someone who was, who were twins and there were two of them and that's my evidence. uh, When I was in high school, as an aside, we had a ton of twins in our height. Like we had probably 10 sets of twins. The weirdest thing. I don't know what was in the water. You know, that's too bad because I feel like with twins, something that you say, you know, growing up in a town, you're like, oh, well, are the twins coming? You know, like the twins end up being the name of two people. Like we had twins and it was Julia and Alexander and we were like, okay, well, are the twins coming? Oh, yeah, yeah. We had had a few sets of triplets. No one didn't know who you were talking about. What? Uh, Gordon Hayward has a twin sister. Do you know that? What? Yeah. Yeah. We had, we, I don't know what was in the water in Brownsburg. What was going on? We had so many twins and so many, uh. By the way, when you said the twins were coming, it just, never mind. That's I, no, I, don't. I'm not gonna, you, you know where I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to... Uh, all right. Uh, no, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. Keep going. Who's your number four? Who's your number four list? Uh, number four on my list. We're, we, we've stuck with just basketball so far. Uh, I'm going with uh, Cheryl and Reggie Miller. Um, and oh, the, nice. The reason why is because... I hate Reggie Miller. I, I have always not. I, I grew up in Indiana, and it was okay. very frustrating to uh, have Reggie Why Miller be the face of, of professional basketball in my home city because uh, he was a flopper. He was uh, a whiner. Yep. He was not good at basketball. He was not as good as everyone thought he was, and it drove me insane. The man made one NBA Finals in his entire career, Charlotte. He made five All-Star teams, which is pretty good, but it's not like – like the, he was a shoe in for the Hall of Fame, even though if you look at his stats, he didn't even average. He, he averaged like twenty points a game, like a handful of seasons. He was even in the league. Uh, he shot under forty percent from the three point line. He didn't rebound. He didn't assist. So it didn't guys. feel fair to you. He sucked at defense. Like the whole reason Reggie Miller got famous is because he played for one team his whole career. He they the Pacers were always like kind of good, but he had great rivalries with uh, Spike Lee and the Knicks. Yep. And he was a good foil for Michael Jordan, but he was always like yep. a jobber. He was just like, I will, I will be good enough to where when Michael Jordan eliminates me, people are like, damn, Jordan did it again. And that was his <laughs> career. And I was smart enough when I was growing up. I was like, this guy is not that good. I don't understand it. So, you saw it. Yeah. 
with that, I loved that Cheryl Miller was his sister, and Cheryl Miller was so much obviously better than Reggie. And every time they talk about Cheryl and Reggie, Cheryl just got you know all the accolades, all the you know the famous story that Cheryl scored 105 the same night Reggie scored like 39 in a high school yes. game, and he comes home and he's like, "I scored 39," and Cheryl's like, "Sit down and listen to what I did tonight." Um, <laughs> the, the the fact that Cheryl is maybe the best women's basketball player of all time, uh, mm -hmm. was, was very seriously, uh, being asked to play men's basketball. She was so good that like there were professional men's leagues that were trying to get her to play. Um, she won multiple national titles, multiple players of the year, uh, gold medals, you name it. Cheryl Miller did it. And she is unequivocally much, 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 much better than her brother. And so that's why and I that love brought it. you a lot of joy. And that brought me a lot of joy. So I love growing up hearing stories about Cheryl Miller kicking Reggie Miller's ass because I was like, yes, thank you, somebody. And she's a better broadcaster too. While we're at it, like yeah, she, she's, she's, a, she's a better, she's better at everything than, than Reggie. <laughs> it's great. That must that must kill him, or yeah. not, or he's accepted it. Um, that's a so, great one, Mark. I love that one. Um, my number three is not basketball. It's uh, Jason and Devin McCourty. This the is McCourty a good one. I almost, I almost put this on my list. This is a good mm -hmm. one. And yep. they play for the Pats, so duh. Um, mm -hmm. They are from New Jersey, so, you know, they've got that going for them. Um, but I just love that they played for most of their career not being on the same team. And then they end up on the same team. Mm -hmm. And they have been so fun about it. They are so delightful with the media and actually say stuff, which for the Patriots is absolutely wild. Um, and they're just very good. And I think that uh, I had to put someone from one of my teams on here because this is near and dear to my heart. First set of brothers to start in a Super Bowl together and win a yeah. Super Bowl together. Yeah. Um, also, the the reason the real reason I almost put them on my list is because they share a Twitter account, and I find that to be the funniest thing. Wait, do they really? Yeah. Yes. They I share did not a know account. that. Yes. Devin oh, and Jason so McCordy. I would yeah. so much see as an only child. I don't have a sibling to share a Twitter account with, but if I did. I would because it's, that's it's, incredible. You it's can mess with people hilarious. so much. Yeah, they'll never know which hilarious. one of you is talking. I mean, you were, as we were talking earlier, the, the twins wanting to be one entity thing. Like they literally are like online. We're going to be one entity. Yeah, they're, yeah. Um, there are also some really amazing pictures of the McCordy twins after winning Super Bowls um, together or a Super Bowl. I guess it was the 2018 one. But they're the they're standing at the locker. They're one of my favorites. They're both sort of looking. It looks like someone had just called their name. Um, and they turn around and look, and it's sort of taken from up top, but there's confetti everywhere. And they just look so unfazed by the fact mm. that they have just won a championship together. And it also makes it so much easier for their parents. Think about it. Because, like, if you've got two kids in the NFL, you've got to figure out how to go to each of their games. Yeah. you got to make sure it's fair. Yeah. you got to balance it all out this way. Way, just yeah. go to go to one game your right. two kids they look exactly the same you always know that they're your kids <laughs> and we, there you go <laughs> we should have done a power rankings of twins most likely to assume to switch identities just as a goof like when you're in high school well it like would be the McCordy twins. McCordy twins would 100 percent be on also list, there's yeah. a theme with my list if you're i'm i'm picking up on it if I, you're I'm catching, where you're going. Catching uh, number three on my list some would say they're not brothers at all those people would be wrong because their moniker is literally the Bash Brothers. I am talking about Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco. Oh, <laughs> I knew there was going to be. I was like, I tried to think of a twist, so I knew you were going to think of a uh, twist. 
Canseco won Rookie of the Year in 1986. Mark McGuire wins it in 1987. They go on to win three pennants together, smash a ton of home runs. They win the 89 World Series. They do an ungodly amount of steroids. They both become like the face of the steroid era for yep. different reasons. Uh, Canseco, because he narked on everybody and wrote a book, and everyone killed him for it. And then he was like, why are you booing me? I'm right. And... <laughs> And then he, he kind of was and vindicated. And they like compelling argument. <laughs> yeah, like he's kind of vindicated, but also he's Jose Canseco. So it's like, ah, I shit. know. <laughs> I know. I hate it. I hate it that Dude, he's right. Did you know he's a twin? Uh, yeah, I was going to say that. The, the, the funniest part about it is that Jose Canseco's actual brother was on the A's. Ozzy, <laughs> right? Ozzy Canseco on the, was on the 1990 A's for a little while uh, with, uh, with McGuire. But but I'm not counting them. I'm, I, it's McGuire he doesn't Canseco. count. It's McGuire uh, and Canseco. Also, McGuire, uh, the year he hit uh, uh, 70 home runs, they found steroids in his locker, but they weren't illegal per MLB's law rules or whatever. But they were were like these, they were were like banned in in the Olympics and stuff. And uh, the the year he was smashing all the home runs, they found in his locker and he like shrugged his shoulders. He's like, of course they do it. Everyone's doing it. And then, and then they were like, wait a second. And, but they weren't, (laughs) but they weren't illegal. So uh, like he wasn't wrong, but at the same time, it was like, oh, oh. So then, I admire that kind of honesty, though, on, yeah. it just on some level, because you're like, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to be the only one who gets killed. I'm not falling on this steroid sword. Yeah, yeah. Needle. And then remember when they both uh, also testified to Congress, which was one of my favorite. Somebody please direct yes. me to like a podcast or somebody that like did like a long form thing on all these players testifying to Congress, because I am so intrigued by it, because... Uh, I remember Rafael Palmero pointing his finger. He's like reading a statement. He's like, I have never in my life. Oh, and, and then he gets to the part where it's like, point your finger at Congress and get mad. And he's like, that's right. That's right. I have never in my life. <laughs> it's so unnatural. Oh my God. Maybe and, we should do a deep dive on that. We should. What, in, in baseball season, we should do it like a wild. recap of the time that they testified before Congress. And McGuire's in there. Roger Clemens, I remember, Kurt Schilling. I remember they looked so out of place in their suits. Yeah. I remember seeing these guys in suits being like, these are men who should never wear suits or should get ones that fit better because they were wild outfits. Sammy Sosa forgot English every time he got in front of Congress. Like the guy, like was doing interviews left and right. As he, he's the most affable guy in Chicago, other than Michael Jordan, and he's he's just like super. He's like, hey, it's me, Sammy, and he's like waving at everyone. He's like, we love you, Sammy. He's like, I love you guys too. And then he gets in front of a microphone in Congress, and they're asking him stuff. He's like. Uh, no hablo inglés. It was perfect. Absolutely perfect. Wow, the Bash Brothers Brothers is a good... I should have put like the Super Mario Brothers on... (laughs) <laughs> on here they're they are athletes if you think about it but um no my my number two is jocelyn lemieux and monique lemieux and they are i'm sticking with hockey they are they were two of the stars of the usa women's team they mm-hmm. retired this month um jocelyn's name is now jocelyn lemaru davidson and monique is monique lemaru Miranda, but you know they're known as the lemaru twins they mm-hmm. have four brothers so that's a lot of kids um and they grew up playing on the peewee boys team which i love um and then in uh to win gold um jocelyn scored the winning goal for team usa after monique had tied it up so i just think that they are are these unbelievably Mario, Mario Lemieux's kids? No, it's Lamaru. 
Lamoureau. Or Lamoureau. I can't print it. It's French. It's L-A-M-O-U-R-E-U-X, which is so many vowels. They're from North Dakota. Oh. Or they might be vaguely Canadian. They said something at one point about (laughs) being overlooked by the Canadian national team. Yeah. Well, they're probably... They're probably... I'm assuming they're fr- they have French Canadian. dual citizenship. Maybe I tried to look it up Lineage. and I couldn't find anything about it. But they also just wrote a book together, which is sort of like the analog version of having a Twitter account with your sibling. <laughs> you know, you write a book with them. Um, and uh, Monique once got into a fight in when they were playing in the CWHL and really threw hands. And I've talked to them before. I interviewed them uh, before the 2018 Olympics, and they were just a delight. So they are my they are my number two twins because i turned this into a twin turn this into a twin list. i needed to i needed to if narrow it down isn't the minnesota twins uh, <laughs> you've made a huge mistake <laughs> damn it well now it is no my number one is incredible you're gonna uh, love it all right my number two on my list i'll uh make it quick uh also i'm sticking to baseball i did two basketball um bash brothers and now i'm gonna do another baseball one uh yeah. joe joe and phil necro who uh, you might not know, Charlotte. These are, these are old dudes. So Phil Necro just passed away um, mm. in December. Rest in peace. Hall of Famer. Uh, him and Joe were brothers who threw, who threw knuckleballs forever. They, they were in – Phil retired when he was 48. Joe retired when he was 44. Phil was the better one. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's the guy mm-hmm. that – he's like the father of the knuckleball, basically. Um, <laughs> but That's what people, how people describe my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Joe made an all-star team though. In 1979, they, they both, uh, Joe was pitching for the Astros. Phil was pitching for the Braves. They mm-hmm. both, uh, shared the lead for wins in the national league. So the, the national league win leaders were brothers. Uh, they both wow. made the all-star team. Um, and the reason that I have them so high on my list is because the idea of a knuckleball inspires me. I, uh, I've had this dream. I, we might do it at Fox. I'm going to pitch it when the, when the world's not closed uh okay i'm gonna pitch this to fox that uh i want to try to make a professional baseball roster as a knuckleballer i want to pick it up from scratch can you throw a knuckleball no that's the point (laughs) i want to learn how to throw a knuckleball (laughs) (laughs) i can throw i mean i'm athletic like i got i got good hand-eye coordination but i don't know how to do it so that's what i let's make a documentary you you, okay all right when Uh, i turn 35 I'm going to learn how to throw a knuckleball and I'm going to try to make like a, a, a semi-pro <laughs> team. And Okay, I'm here for it. Look, I'm sorry. I got, I got the laughter out of, out of my system. I will do this, um, but I have to be the first woman to be a designated hitter in a men's minor well, league system. What about you? I, I got an idea. You can get in on this. You can be my catcher because like knuckleballs are impossible oh, to catch and catchers Done. hate it. So I could be like, I, I can only throw if Charlotte's the catch. She, we're all, we, we have I, the, I, I played softball. Yeah. I actually can, I can, I can catch a ball. So that's that sounds great. So you can be my special catcher. I'm like, if if you're gonna sign me, you have to sign her. And then they're like, okay, well, we're definitely not signing you then. You like think how good it'll look to sign a woman to your professional baseball team? And then they sign you and not me. <laughs> and I'm banging on the doors like, what? That's not how it's supposed to work. <laughs> And then I throw the knuckleball, and then it's my yeah. story, and then the doc is about me, and I masterminded the whole thing. Yeah, all right. Well, let's pitch that. Uh, anyway, uh, shout out to the Necro Brothers, uh, number two on my list. So okay, I love that I learned something about you through that. Um, the number one, the number one siblings on my list are Rhonda Rose. Sorry, 
Let me say their names correctly. Rona and Rhoda Wirtel. Now, Mark, you might not huh? know who these people are, but Rhonda and Rona Wirtel are identical twins. Were identical twins. One of them passed away in January. Um, but they were Canadian women skiing pioneers and champions of the 1940s and 1950s. Their nickname was the Flying Twins. And they were born in 1922 in the province of Quebec. Can you tell I'm reading their Wikipedia page? But they were Canada's first official women's Olympic alpine ski team. And they competed in Canada and the U.S. from 1942 to 1948, representing the Penguin Ski Club, whatever the hell that is. Um, but, you know, when the... <laughs> I can't keep reading. Charlotte, what, are, what is happening? These are... <laughs> what... I hope someone writes in an email. Like if if I was listening to the show, I'd write an email. I'd be like, "Listen, I was gonna share my top five, but as it turns out, Charlotte, <laughs> Charlotte, had, Charlotte, and I had what the exact is, same Charlotte, top five. What is happening? <laughs> I'm gonna need that clip. Just like, that's the the story of my life, where I'm like, I don't know, but the twins. train has left the station, and I'm on it. Oh yeah, the flying God. twins, the word the word tall twins, the Canadian in the fifties. The Canadian the flying twins. The, the these women in the fifties slapped some skis to their. W when was skiing uh, not the most dangerous thing of like when did skiing go from like, I mean it's still obviously very dangerous but like what year did it go from you have to be out of your mind to like it's actually oh. kind of eloquent and classy now. I think I when they invented the helmet. Yeah, probably. Because don't don't you, wouldn't you assume that like in the uh, the turn of the the. I think it's always century, been bougie though. You think so? Yeah, I do. I think it's always been bougie. There are these old black and white movies of people skiing, uh, looking all like in their furs, and it was always about outright ski anyway. You know that was, yeah. and then and then you know. I'm now just picturing like, like in the early 1900s, just guys like strapping boards to their feet, and they're like two by fours. Yeah, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's probably how it started. And that's how it started, and like yeah. if you were a skier, you were just out of your mind. It was just evil can evil. Yeah, stuff. you were an insane person yeah, to do what they yeah. were doing. Well, maybe <laughs> yeah. you're right, but um, that's what maybe Rona, these women were that. Yeah, but, Rona but and Roto were pioneers. Mark is all twins. is all also the fine twins. All right, I'll wrap it up. Number one on my list: uh, the Klitschko brothers, Vladimir and Vitaly, <laughs> uh, the the heavyweight titans. That's the, so good. The these guys are unbelievable. They held every major heavyweight title there is to hold in boxing. They held it forever. They were dominant. Vitaly is better, apparently. So th this is weird. What makes them interesting is Vitaly is a better boxer in that uh, he first of all he's five years older, but um, he uh, he lost two fights in his entire career. One was to a guy named Chris Bird, an American, where he was kicking his ass. He was he was he won eight out of the nine rounds in the fight, but he tore his rotator cuff, so he just threw in the towel and he's like, I'm I'm out. And then you look at the scorecards and he was he would have won. Mm -hmm. Uh the second one he lost to Lennox Lewis, where Lewis busted his eye open and he they couldn't stop the bleeding. Um, but uh Vitaly, if at the time the, the fight was stopped, uh, all the all the every single judge had him had Klitschko win in the fight. So Klitschko was like, all right, whatever, you got me. Let's do a rematch. And then Lennox Lewis retired. So they never did do a rematch. Um, also, so, but he accepted that he lost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like, you beat me, but like, I mean. But we'll do it again. And like, Lennox is like, Because modern medicine can, <laughs> like, if I, I, I wanted to stitch my eye. Like, he, he, right. he would have kept fighting. He, he didn't, you know, he didn't lose in a way you think of a boxer losing, is what I would say. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. Um, it wasn't his fault necessarily. His body didn't uh, cooperate. 
And and the other note about Vitaly that that is mind blowing to think about mm-hmm. is that this man was never knocked down in his entire professional career. Never knocked down, Charlotte. Not, not even knocked like out. knocked out. Knocked no, down. I'm not talking knocked knocked out. I'm talking knocked down. There was never a He's moment huge, where he stumbled right? and fell over and then got back up and was like, "I'm good." Never fell down once. And he knocked out. He he won 45 fights and 41 of them were knockouts. What? <laughs> what? So he retired. Yeah, he's done. He's the mayor of Kiev in Ukraine. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah, How he's did the you mayor. Just casually drop that. that he's, he's the mayor. Yeah, he's the mayor. Um. Meanwhile, his brother. So that's Vitaly. Uh, his brother Vladimir is probably more famous. Was he the one who dated Hayden Panettiere? Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about weird athlete couples? <laughs> you want to talk about where my sports knowledge comes from? Yeah. Yeah. It's who they dated in 2006. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Well, that's probably why he's more famous. Uh, yeah. Vladimir, um, he he was the guy that like he 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 had the title for like lo- he had titles. He has, he has re- he has all these records for like longest reign and and most heavyweight wins or I don't know whatever boxing yeah. people go go figure it out for yourself. He also like made a ton of money, so like his pay per views always seem to do better than his brothers, even though his brother was the better fighter. So anyway, they're 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 unbelievable. They're, I wonder they're, what it was if he was if it was like that fame factor. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. He was he was younger, so like people probably like his brother probably carved the way and built the name. Yeah, and then he and came then up, he just... and then everyone's like, "Oh, Klitschko's fighting! I want to buy that." Maybe that's what it was. Uh, but here's here's the final note I had on them: they never yeah. fought each other, Charlotte. They were both absolutely dominant. The entire their their careers overlapped. They kicked everyone's ass. There is a kick in heavyweight boxing, and they never once fought each other because they promised their mother they would not fight each other when they got into boxing. So they never no they never way. once fought each other. Yeah. Oh, I love that's actually a great way to save a relationship. Yeah. So. By the way, like cuz you you don't want to be the one who loses and you don't want to be the one who wins, really. I mean, you do want to be the one who wins, but then you have to like deal with it. Yeah, right, right. For the rest and of then, your relationship. And this way it's just cleaner. It's like we were both the best. And as a guy who has a brother, trust me when I say you never really resolve it. Like if one of you wins, there's always got to be a rematch. And yeah. and then whoever loses that one wants a rematch and the rematch is going forever and you never yeah. No one's ever going to be like, all right, fine, you're better. <laughs> That's never going to happen. <laughs> right, so it's a good thing that the Klitschkos didn't fight each other because yeah. they would still be fighting to this today, day. Like, today every other fighting. year, there would be a Klitschko, Klitschko match. Fight. It would just get sadder and sadder as they They're got older 76 and older. years old. There's right. A... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, oh my yeah. gosh. Well, I think, anyway. I think these are... These, These are, are incredible lists. lists. Yeah. I have to. I'm pretty proud of us. <laughs> you're not a Canadian. <laughs> Listen, oh Mark. Oh they are God. the flying twins. That's How could those not? And she, um, yeah, she Rhoda. I, was it Rhoda or Rona who just died? I don't know. But they were 97. That's pretty amazing. And uh, one of them still alive. Before, before I let you go, you mentioned earlier you're an only child, which I don't think mm. you need to mention. I think we all kind of okay. We all kind of picked up on that. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I was going to ask you what, uh, as an only child, what mm-hmm. would you say is the most only child thing about yourself? And is there something that you're like that's unfair that only children get get told that we're like this? I'm definitely not like this. The one thing, the, okay, I'll start with the unfair one because I think it is unfair that people say you're automatically narcissistic or self-centered. Mm-hmm. I feel like being an only child to a certain extent, like obviously there's only you. So with your nuclear family, if you're the kid, there's no other kid to be like, I would rather do this. It's like, you know, we have some time. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. So there is that the nature of like, 
not really having to fight it out to get what you want on a like very primal level as much. But I think that it made me less less self-centered in some degree because like if i wanted to hang out with people if i wanted friends i had to build that in for myself and it's much easier to get friends if you're not an asshole so like i you know people could go like if you had siblings you could go home and like play wiffle ball in the backyard if i wanted to play wiffle ball in the backyard without just having to throw the ball to myself which trust me i did um is I would have to, like, I would call each friend I'd, in the morning on, like, say Wednesday was a half day, I would call up, I'd start with Hillary, I'd be like, hi, this is Charlotte, is Hillary there? And then it would be like, one second, and then she would come to the phone, and be like, can you come over after school today? And she'd be like, no, and I'd be like, ah, shoot. So then I would be like, all right, I'm gonna try Amy. So I'd pick up the phone and be like, this is Charlotte, is Amy? And by the time I got to, you know, like, the sixth, the sixth friend that I've tried, I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to be alone today. And then you have to like sit with that. So I think that it actually, but if you're a, if you're a narcissistic only child, I don't really know how you made it through because yeah. my support system was crucial. The most only child thing about me was throwing the wiffle ball to myself <laughs> in the backyard. <laughs> Hands down. I read every book in the world. Um, you get really oh good at it. I can still entertain myself for hours. It's a great skill, but like, oh my god. Oh, that's good. Well, yeah. I'm I'm a middle child, so are we are we kind of like polar opposites? Now? Is that another thing that we're opposites on? Because like middle I only children know. are stereotypically they get all the attention. Yeah. Middle children get neglected. <laughs> this is the huh. how it works. So there we go. We found another thing that we're that we don't have. I'm a, I'm a little bit country. Are you a little bit rock and roll? Did you say? <laughs> Wow, yeah. that's another. Heads, Carolina, uh, tails, California. California. <laughs> uh, all right, that's the show. Hey, we got a YouTube page, Charlotte. We do, and we should have mentioned it at the top of the show. Yeah. But um, yeah. when I tweet this out, I will mention it yeah. then. I promise. Yeah. Uh, we got a YouTube page. It's very exciting. We recorded a fun little promo for it, mm-hmm. which you can go watch. And we're gonna have all of our shows on YouTube. And I just want to say, there's one person who has DM me. Maybe several, not to toot our own horn, who've been like, when are we going to get the full pod on the internet that we can watch and not just listen to? Mm-hmm. And folks, for the three people who asked, <laughs> today is that day. <laughs> today is that day. The full shows will be on YouTube. Uh, you can look at what we're wearing and make fun of us, I guess. Uh, you can see. I'm wearing a terrible t-shirt. Yeah. What, what, what are the other It's all wrinkled at the top. Uh, every so often, Moses might walk into frame. Probably not, but he kind of hangs out when I record these. He's in my office. Just He's right here right now, but he's Hi, Moses. He's, he's knocked out, so I don't think he's going to make an appearance in this show. But the, um, You start talking, and he goes right to sleep. Yeah, much. Just <laughs> like, like a, everybody else who yeah, listens yeah. to this podcast, <laughs> he's a diehard fan of the show. Uh, so yeah, go go check out our YouTube page. Go follow us on. We got all the social media stuff where you can. We're gonna be putting out the lists and the mm-hmm. other fun stuff, and you know, you know how the internet works. All you guys listening yeah. you know how it works, and uh, well, yeah, you can go do. All and if you stuff. don't, we like you even more. So that's perfect. Since if, Charlotte, if you don't know how the internet works, you're living our dream. <laughs> Charlotte, what do what do we, you're absolutely right. What are what are the emails we want? We want uh your list of siblings yep. that you love. We want um uh Charlotte middle name ideas, I guess. We want yep. Oh, athlete brand logos. Athlete athlete And the best athlete who doesn't have a brand. Who's the best athlete? I need people to figure this out for me. Who's the best athlete? It's got to be current cuz we we figured that out too cuz like Tim Duncan yep. is a great answer, but doesn't I count. think I think we realized like if Tim Duncan was coming up now he'd probably have a logo. Who's the best guy right now that's under thirty? Who's younger than me? We'll put it that way. I'm thirty three. You There's just the said narcissism. That it's like, you know who's better than you? Who's he said? Who's younger than me? 
<laughs> well, I was trying to think of a cutoff point. 35 seems too old. 30 seems too young. No, you're in the sweet spot of aging out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm a, yeah, so it's like guys like me that are aging out or younger. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm literally just a year behind you, so I was also roasting myself. <laughs> uh, all right, that's the show. All See right. you guys Monday. Peace. <laughs>